0: Good morning, NASCAR fans. Welcome to Green White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. PJ Zuko, Brandon Bain here with you once again as we get set for another big weekend in the NASCAR Cup Series and the Cup Series in California at Auto Club Speedway to take on the two-mile track there in California later today. Certainly looking forward to that. You had uh, some, some trouble in, in practice and qualifying, and... Hey, they're practicing and qualifying here in 2022 as well. So we'll talk a little bit about all that here on Green-White Checkered. But, Brandon, last week, the Daytona 500, the Super Bowl of Racing, and the rookie, Austin Sindrick, comes home with the Daytona 500 victory blocking everybody there coming to the line, even uh, his teammate there, Ryan Blaney, who comes home in fourth and ends up beating Bubba Wallace uh, by just about a half a car length. It was Austin Sindrick, Bubba Wallace, uh, Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, and Eric Almirola, and possibly his last uh, Daytona 500 as he's retiring from a uh, full season NASCAR racing uh, here at the end of this year. Brandon, Austin Sendrick comes home with the Daytona 500 victory. What an exciting, crazy, hectic, fun Daytona 500 that was.
1: Yeah, I mean what a huge victory there, bringing it home for the rookie. I mean, what a way to start the season off in 2022. I mean, you come out as you alluded to PJ, I mean you've run a few races, got some under your belt, uh, and you turn around and on your first actual you know start to your rookie season, you go out and capture. You know the the biggest trophy in NASCAR. I mean that's that's NASCAR Super Bowl. And I mean what what it just I think it speaks volumes about this kid's talent and and what Roger Penske has seen. And and he waited his turn. You know it's it's not like he went down in the Xfinity and won a championship and moved up. I mean he was down there quite quite a few years, winning a lot of races. And uh, I think that definitely pays dividends when you get into the Cup car. But what an all around good win for that team. I mean especially when you're losing a guy like Brad Keselowski, and he, he's been in that. A car for you know the last decade plus and you know the things he's done in it and kind of Set that two car back on a pedestal from some of the other drivers that drove it, and uh, you know here it is. You get a full time rookie in it, and you're going, oh well. We know it's good equipment, you know, but can he do it? And he went out and he proved that he could do it. Uh, so awesome finish there. I mean, we got to give a big shout out to Bubba Wallace as well. I mean, I think it's it's speaking volumes again there for 2311 this year um, with the addition of Kurt Busch in the 45 and just that alliance with Joe Gibbs. I mean, you can tell their equipment's night and day already. Um, so I mean, what 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 great racing we. See there at daytona so many guys getting in trouble and having rebounds and some guys getting taken out uh you know there again brad keselowski being really aggressive in the sixth car and and pushing people really hard all day and you know might have ruffled a few feathers we're gonna have to see uh you know what kind of respect he gets on the track you know from here on out for the next few races if a couple guys race him really hard or uh you know they kind of give them a, a little bit of slack and understand it's daytona but uh, just an all-around great 500. I mean, I think the next-gen car performed really well. Um, we saw a few issues here and there with it, but, I mean, that's that's going to happen. We're going to have some gremlins until, you know, we get it lined out, and they, and they tweak a few things on it. But, yeah, what what an amazing race there for the 500. And, uh, you know, you said it. I mean, Cendric had to, you know, coming down in the last lap, had to put – Uh, I I call it more of a door bang than a block, but, uh, you know, it's the last lap coming to to the uh, checkered flag in the 500, man. So uh, I don't find anything wrong with what he did, and I think it was just an absolutely amazing race.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. And and like you said, I mean, you're you're coming back to win the Daytona 500, uh, just like we saw a few years ago with Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, I mean, at at the end of the day, you're winning for the car you're driving in, right? that's, That's what you're... Uh, driving it uh, there every single week. So uh, when it comes down to it, especially with it being the 500 and the Super Bowl of NASCAR, all those different things, great American race, man, I'm blocking everybody to to win that race there on the last lap and door banging and, and doing what I need to do. And and that's what uh, exactly what Austin Sindrick did. Uh, like you said, don't see anything wrong uh, by any means with, with what he did coming to the checkered flag. And I get if you're Ryan Blaney, Yeah, uh, being frustrated. Sure. But uh, I think he would understand that he would do the same thing there from from his side of things as well. And uh, I think we've seen him throw some pretty big blocks. uh, there coming to the checkered flag. So uh, if anything, uh, he might he might appreciate uh, what Austin Sendrick was able to do. But uh, as you said, huge shout out to to Ryan Blaney uh, coming home there in fourth. And yeah, Bubba Wallace there in second, his second second place finish uh there in the Daytona 500, as he finished in second a few years ago. But uh, no, as you said, big props to him being able to come home. I I like the. I know a lot of people will see it maybe as complaining or whatever. Um, I I like the competitive nature of of Bubba Wallace getting out of the car and not being satisfied with that second place finish. Right, it's the Daytona 500. You go on want to go out and win that thing, and you know of course at some point I'm sure he'll be able to appreciate uh, what he's been able to do, but. I like that competitive nature of getting out of the car and and being able to say to the camera crew, like, no, I'm not very happy with this. I want to be sitting in victory lane. So uh, I I completely get that as well. Um, A a couple notes uh, that I I thought were pretty crazy uh, with the Daytona 500, just everything that that comes with it, right? Like you, I feel like you have to be an incredible race car driver to be able to get to the end of one of these things, especially with how crazy it can get. Um, But at the same time, yeah, it, it can be a in a restrictor plate race kind, kind of a crapshoot from time to time, right? So, for the first time, a rookie won the Daytona 500 there with Austin Cindric. And not only that, Brandon, but the first time the Blue Deuce was there in Victory Lane at the Daytona 500. How about that? The first time, uh, you know, all those great racers there in the number two car, the first time the number two car visits Victory Lane, it's Austin Cindric.
1: Yeah, I mean, there again, right in history, you know, I mean, nobody's going to be able to take it away from them, Uh, you know, there again, new gen, next gen car, and, uh, you know, won the first actual point-paying race in it, and on top of that, won the Daytona 500 as a rookie, first one to do that, and I know there'll be some folks out there that go, you know, what about Trevor Bain? Well, Trevor Bain did it, but it wasn't in his rookie season, he didn't run that full season, he didn't, uh, you know, qualify to run a rookie season, so... But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and like you said, PJ, it's really hard to think about after all the great talent through so many years we've seen in that two-car from Rusty Wallace to Kurt Busch and, and the name, you know, Brad Keselowski and the names go on. Um, for Austin cindric to go and be the first, you know, guy to put that number in the Daytona 500 winner bracket, I mean, that, that just speaks volume again on this kid's talent. So. And, uh, you know, kind of going back to Bubba Wallace, you know, like you said, I I love the emotion that you show. I I love, uh, you know, that that you want to go and win. I mean, that's what these guys do. They're not out there to, you know, finish second. They're out there to go out and and win. And, uh, you know, Ricky Bobby said it best, man, if you're not first, you're last, right? So, I mean, that's where it comes back with with Bubba Wallace. Um, You know, the big thing I want to see out of him this season, especially in that car with I think the equipment that they have now is consistency. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest key that's lacking over there, and, and it lacks in a lot of um, newer or, you know, smaller teams is, is the consistency, being able to go out week to week and and get those top 15s and top 10s and, and contend for wins. So, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see here coming into uh, Auto Club Speedway today, what, what they go out and do. I know uh, practice times uh, in one of them, he, he had pretty good speed in one of them. So, we're just going to have to wait and see uh, what he's able to do. But, yeah, I mean, you know, first rookie ever to win a Daytona 500 there with Austin Cindric I mean, that, that speaks for itself. I mean, eh, we're coming into an age in NASCAR where uh, the, the talent is getting younger, the the cars are more competitive all the way through the field, and, and this year especially with this next-gen car, um, it has definitely tightened, uh, tightened the field back up. You know, instead there again of, you know, 12, 14 guys maybe that you go, okay, this guy i could win every week you know we're we're spreading out into 20s i mean it's 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 going to be a really really good season um i think there again it's going to take a little while for them to get it figured out some of the gremlins worked out in it and uh you know figure out some of the issues that they're having but all around first two races check the box for great racing man because the car has absolutely performed perfect to me
0: yeah for sure for sure we'll see more of that here later later today as the guys take on California here in a little bit. So looking forward to that. And, hey, uh, can't go wrong with a Ricky Bob quote. You're you're, uh, spot on there, uh, I think. But as you said, uh, some big racing later today. We'll talk about that here in a second. Some news to get to as well with uh, your favorite driver. We'll talk about uh, that a little bit. Uh, here on Green-White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. And welcome back. It's Green-White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. P.J. Zuko, Brandon Bain here with you this morning as we get set for some more uh, big racing here later today for the NASCAR Cup Series. And Be sure to check out Brandon uh, Bain every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock there at Coach's Corner. Go on out, have some uh, great dinner and some entertainment there as he has Rubbin' and Grubbin' catching you up on all your NASCAR news there midweek there on Wednesday nights and get you ready for the weekend in NASCAR as well uh, with Rubbin' and Grubbin' every Wednesday night there at 6. If you can't make it to Coach's Corner, be sure to tune into the Coach's Corner Facebook live feed uh, to check out Brandon Bain and Rubbin' and Grubbin' there at 6 o'clock. But uh, looking forward to some great racing later today and uh, some some news and notes uh, to get to and cross off the list here. Uh, Brandon, just really quickly before we talk about Uh, Some some of what we're looking forward to today, but Chase Elliott being able to put that name on the dotted line for Hendrick Motorsports, something we all knew was coming, uh, but able to uh, get that contract extension five more years there uh, in the nine car. And and, uh, again, uh, something that we all uh, kind of more of a formality figured that that this was coming here soon, Uh, but good to hear Chase Elliott staying right there at Hendrick Motorsports for the foreseeable future.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I don't ever see him going anywhere, to be honest with you, PJ. I mean, five years in NASCAR is really big. You know, most contracts when drivers are new, especially, uh, it's not like he's older in his career, but especially, uh, you know, over the age of 30, and he's not there yet, but you're looking at two to three years most times. I mean, you know, we we see Kyle Busch, couple-year extension, Martin Truex, two, three-year extension. So, even though you have big names and you're out there contending for championships and winning, five years is a really long time. And there again Chase Elliott is still in his, you know, mid to later twenties, uh Hendrick sees the talent already 2020 champion i mean 13 wins under his belt there so in the next 5 i i expect another championship and and double digit wins for sure i mean uh the 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 guy's talent the kid's talent is just absolutely amazing i mean i i hopped on board i've always been a hendrick fan a gordon fan and he kind of took over that 24 there for a couple years and then and then got it you know the the historic number 9 there um, but I tell you what, I, a Chase Elliott fan till I die, I mean, I love the way he carries himself. I, I love the way he races out there. Uh, he was groomed to do this style of racing. I mean, you know, you hear him talk about it. He didn't do much dirt racing. Uh, he's just kind of now getting involved in that. It was a lot of asphalt racing. And um, it's really neat if you ever kind of read articles about, you know, him growing up in childhood. Uh, They, they, they kind of, his dad kind of prepared him for the business. It wasn't like they went out and they hung out with a lot of other kids and families that were racing. They kind of secluded themselves away from that and it was more of a business deal. Um, so he definitely groomed him up to be what he is today and and one of the top NASCAR drivers out there but yeah I mean Hendrick got to get it done there again five more years I don't see him going anywhere um you know anything can happen anything's possible but uh, I I definitely look at a lifetime contract there for uh, you know Chase Elliott pretty pretty much very similar to Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon I mean it, if he goes out and performs and the numbers and statistics are there I mean you're you're not going to see Chase Elliott go anywhere
0: Yeah absolutely couldn't agree with you more think Chase Elliott can probably be a, a life for there at Hendrick Motorsports, and uh, why wouldn't you want that if if you're Hendrick with the success that he's brought uh, to the table? Of course, uh, being such a young guy already winning that championship as well, so I feel like that not not only more race wins, but more championship wins to come here uh, for Hendrick and Chase Elliott. And like you said, five years with that kind of contract in NASCAR is is kind of a lifetime. So uh, being able to to get that secured uh, for Chase Elliott and Hendrick is is absolutely huge. Uh, moving forward, but uh, Brandon, looking forward to California later today. And if you're scratching your head, yes, the plans for California to be converted into a half-mile short track uh, were, you know, did happen. Though those were announced a few years ago; those on hold right now. So NASCAR back to Auto Club Speedway in its, uh, you know, two-mile entirety. And uh, we're seeing, of course, NASCAR on. This track for the first time with these next-gen cars, and Brandon, in qualifying, in practice, it has given guys a ton of trouble this weekend, uh, from from just normal spin-outs to guys getting in the wall and things like that. Man, these cars are hard to drive, and Brad Kislowski even said it uh, there on, on pit lane as they were talking to him. Um, after some some you know problems that he had, and he said, "Listen, that this is what the guys wanted. At the end of the day, we got what we wanted. These cars are difficult to drive, so they got their hands full." And I don't know it, if you ask me. And of course, we'll, we'll get your comments here. But if you ask me, this is this is kind of a relief. I, I mean, it it looked like for a long time, quite honestly, that that the older cars were maybe gotten a, a little bit too easy to drive. Now. Have we have we swung this maybe a little too much? We'll we'll, we'll have to see here later today in California. Uh, but at the end of the day, these cars they're they're hard to hold on to.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that, uh, you know, it's a great thing that NASCAR did there. I mean, it, there again, the next couple years with this car, obviously the big teams are going to go ahead and, and kind of get it figured out and, and definitely make some headway as far as handling goes and, and the setup of the cars. Um, it, it's almost like we re-round, you know rewound the clock a few years, you know, back to somewhat of that car of tomorrow and maybe before this last generation car. Um, just the skew of the cars, you know, they're throwing them out there a little bit. They're offsetting those chassis a little bit the bodies and a lot of things that we saw uh, there at Daytona from the car tomorrow and, and the generation after we saw with this next-gen car. Now, the one thing I will say is, is what you alluded to in the handling. I mean, they said from day one, this car feels like it's on marbles. It is very hard to drive. And when you have the best drivers in the world in NASCAR, I think that that also is able to showcase talent and who's going to have not only really good equipment, but also is going to be a wheel man behind the wheel to drive the car. So today at Fontana is going to be a really big test. I mean, through the qualifying and practices. We've seen tire issues. We've seen guys getting loose and spinning out. I mean, I expect a caution-filled race today, not only from, you know, mishaps that happen, um, but we haven't really been able to see air getting taken off of guys yet. Daytona is more of that drafting and and bump drafting and getting right up behind the guy and pushing. Um, Now this is going to be a little bit more of the side draft and and what happens when you're at speed behind a guy. So it's going to be a little different today. Uh, I I think it's definitely going to cause some problems. there for quite a few guys if everybody you know i think the keys to today's race man is definitely going to be pit road keeping your nose clean man and staying out of trouble you've got to keep a a handle on the handling of the race car if you lose the handle on it i think you're going to have a very very long day but i mean you know another key to a pj is if you look at the first five races of the schedule of the season we have five totally different tracks so We're not, you know, you might be able to carry a little information from Daytona over to California. I mean, they are, they're both big, uh, totally different racetracks, but you go from there to a Phoenix, to a Las Vegas, to a brand new Atlanta. So, there's not going to be that much statistical data that these teams can go back and look at and go, okay, we kind of got a feel for this setup. This is where we need to be. Um, you know, It's going to be kind of, hey, we think this is going to work, and when we get to the track, we're going to figure out what works. So I, I think that's a great aspect of it and a great aspect of having this brand-new car is nobody really knows what to expect, and I think that that's going to make for great, race, great racing not only for the drivers but also a great entertainment and a great race for the fans as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I, I like that you mentioned that. I think NASCAR couldn't have done a better job uh, for a couple of different reasons with the scheduling of these first few races and having them be so different because you just keep throwing curveballs, honestly, each single week um, at these at these guys, and that's just going to provide for more entertaining racing uh, for the fans, but also it's going to let these guys figure out these different style of tracks and at least get a taste of of each single one of them early in the season so that as you progress throughout the year, obviously you gain that experience. Like you said, uh, these teams, especially the bigger ones, they're going to figure things out. Uh, But, man, uh, fans enjoy some of this kind of hecticness, craziness. Um, Is it going to get wild? It's going to be hairy today, without a doubt. I think at a race of California and a race like Michigan, racetrack like Michigan, uh, you'd probably expect to see four or five caution flags throughout the day. A lot of green flag racing, things like that. This could get hairy. Uh, I think you could see nine, ten, eleven, maybe cautions just from guys simply spinning out. And then, of course, yeah, you have to deal with the side draft and the and um at the restarts and and things like that. Guys taking air off your spoiler as well. Where uh, we saw guys throughout the weekend just spinning out all by themselves. So, what's gonna happen when you get that side draft? When you get uh, that guy on your left quarter panel, uh, going into or or in the middle of the corner, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, and we could be, you know, sitting through some caution flags later today. But uh, roll with the punches, right, NASCAR fans, and let's let's enjoy it for for what it is. And if you ask me to, um, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I enjoy some having these guys kind of having their hands full. Uh, a little bit, and uh, have them be the yes, the, they're the best NASCAR racers, uh, the best racers uh, in the world. Let's see what they can do when when they have to have their hands full a little bit. Let, let's not make it easy on them. Uh, let, let's you know have them have them you know sideways a little bit and see what they can do with it, and see also what their teams can do to reel the car back in and get it going straight again. I, I mean, I, I this is. Uh, entertainment value, kind of at its highest for me, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what these guys can do at California later today, and of course, who comes out on top. When we come back, we'll talk about that, give our picks for Auto Club Speedway for California later today and the NASCAR Cup Series here on Green White Checkered on ESPN Radio, and welcome back. It's Green White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. PJ Zuko, Brandon Bain here with you, getting set for. The California NASCAR Cup Series race later today, but uh, be sure to check out our guy Brandon Bain every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock there at Coach's Corner to go swing by, have some great food, great entertainment, and enjoy rubbing and grubbing every Wednesday night at 6 as Brandon will look over all the midweek NASCAR news and get you set for each weekend in NASCAR. As well, there are rubbing and grubbing at 6 o'clock every Wednesday at Coach's Corner. If you can't make it, be sure to tune into the Coach's Corner Facebook live feed every Wednesday night at 6. Brandon, uh, I don't think any of us picked uh, Austin Sindrick there last week, so uh, we'll see if we can get uh, on the ball here this week at California. But your race winner and, and some guys to watch here as we get set for our first two-mile track here with this next-gen car.
1: Yeah, this one again, PJ. It's kind of a uh, you know a shot in the dark, man. Who who really knows, right? I mean, with everything we've seen through practice and qualifying and the mishaps, um, I think everybody's vulnerable out there. So. Um, you know, I, I'm a statistic guy. Statistics don't lie. And, you know, I, I might have went with him in the list last week and thought that, hey, he was going to get it done and kind of check the last box off of the career for him. Uh, but I got to go with Kyle Bush today. I mean, over the last five races there that we've raced at Auto Club, I think he has an average finish of like 1.7. I mean, he's he's phenomenal there. So, I'll take him first on the list. He's got a really good starting position today right there in the second row uh, next to his teammate with Denny Hamlin. Um, so I, I look for him as long as he out of trouble and no uh, tire issues, no mechanical failures, no pit road mishaps. Look for Kyle Busch to uh, take that checker today. So uh, two for me is another guy I think that has a great California history, hadn't quite gotten victory lane there yet. Uh, but Ryan Blaney in the 12, I mean, you saw the way that he uh, handled handled the race there at Daytona put himself in position. Uh, there again, we talked about it. I think he's probably one of the best newer super speedway drivers out there. Um, but he, he runs good at California as well. So I think, uh, I think that's something you got to look out for is the Ford, definitely, you know, Penske-owned track. And, uh, I mean, look for Ryan Blaney to run strong as well today. Uh, three for me. Not such a great qualifying effort there out of him, but, uh, I mean, it's a long, long race, and you got to go with two-mile Kyle Larson, right? I mean, it, he, he's phenomenal on these two-mile tracks, Michigan in particular, above all else. But, uh, you know, the speed he's got over there in the Hendrick camp and those motors and, and the five car and, and him getting up late in that race, and we all know it's multi-groove there at California, and I, I expect to see him around the wall at some point in time today. So uh, look out for the five of Kyle Larson for sure. Uh, four for me. I gotta go Chase Elliott. <clears throat> I mean, I think, you know, there again had a little bit of mishaps there. Uh, not a great qualifying effort. Gonna have to work his way up through the field, whether it be on pit road or whether it be, uh, you know, just pure speed. But, uh, look for him to have a really good strong run and possibly bring home the checkered as well. And rounding, <clears throat> rounding out the top five. I mean, there again, the fifth place is really, really hard to pick. There's so many good guys that you kind of leave out there, um, but you got to go with somebody that's stable. and And I'll take Joey Logano. Uh, there again, another Penske car. He's got a lot of experience there through different multi- multiple generations of race cars. I think you know, if if somebody's going to get it figured out there, he's going to be one of the first ones to kind of get it figured out. So uh, definitely look out for them. And uh, dark horse picks. I mean, you know, there's there was an article on NASCAR News about it. Uh, everybody expects Tyler Reddick to get a win today. It could very well happen here at California. Um, you know those those bigger kind of not somewhat flat but wide racetracks there in Miami. Um, you definitely see that eight car kind of come to life, and we saw it last year multiple times. Him him getting close, kind of getting inside that top five, and whether it be something happening or just not quite getting the win, uh, he's put himself there quite a few times last year. So I expect maybe uh, maybe him to get a uh, get a get his first win of his career in in the Cup Series. Uh, here at uh, Auto Club Speedway, PJ. And, you know, just just another little piece of info, man. This is actually going to be the last two-mile race at Auto Club. I read an article, uh, I think, Monday. Uh expect 2023 to be the first one on the uh, half-mile short track. So, uh, there again, back-to-back historic weekends in NASCAR. You know, we had a rookie win the 500, and whoever wins this one today is going to be the uh, last driver to say, hey, I won the last race on the two-mile, uh, you know, figuration at Cali, man. So, think it's going to be an awesome race today. I am super stoked about it. California is one of my favorite tracks. I love these wide, flat, fast tracks. Uh, it just opens up so many different opportunities for so many guys, uh, not only their driving style but also setups on the car and uh, what they're able to do, move around and find the speed they need to find. So uh, we're going to see today what it brings, but I expect a really good one, man. And uh, it's always a blast, PJ, and thanks for having me on, brother.
0: Yeah, man, I honestly uh, really liked some of your picks there and uh, had had them jotted down for me as well. I think, number one, I'm going to go with Kyle Busch, too. Uh, he's one of those guys, while they were racing, uh, I had Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss kind of in this same fold as well. He's one of those guys that when... Everything is is off the table, and NASCAR has no idea kind of what they're walking into or whatever. He's going to be on my list of being the first ones to, to figure it out and really kind of be the first step forward, first foot forward with some of these changes. And a lot of that's just based on pure talent and pure respect that I have for Kyle Busch's talent. Uh, here in racing and racing, really anything. So, uh, give me Kyle Busch today at California to figure this thing out and and grab the victory. Also, I I do have Denny Hamlin up there. I think he's one of those guys as well, and think uh, he can have a really solid finish there at California. Also, I'm gonna go with California Kyle too uh, with the, the you know yeah the two mile Kyle there with Kyle Larson, and with what he's able to do on tracks like Michigan and California. Uh, look out for Chase Elliott also, as as you noted there. And hey, last time we were at this track, Alex Bowman got the victory. So at number five there, I'll go with another Hendrick driver there in Alex Bowman uh, in the number 48. Now, for my Dark Horse, I know a lot of people would be surprised at the name, but if you think about the number and the car he's in as well, the equipment they're driving in, I'm going to go with uh, Brad Keselowski as my dark horse. I know he ran into some trouble there over the weekend uh, with his car, and we'll see if he can recover from that. Uh, But with the talent he has there um, and and being able to race well on tracks like this, I need to also kind of see to believe what kind of equipment this team has there for Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing. But still, uh, give me Brad Keselowski as my dark horse pick, to come home with a top five, possibly top ten, there today at California. But uh, for Brandon Bain, I am PJ Zuko. hoping you have a fantastic rest of your day and uh, enjoy the race there at California later today. Be sure to tune in or green-white checkered every Sunday morning from 9 to 9.30 here on ESPN Radio. But uh, for Brandon, I'm PJ. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your race Stay, Stay safe and God bless.